I am a teacher. Currently I teach first grade, but I have uh, studied as a religious education teacher. I am 27 years old. The situation is depression and I think it's like I need to make a disclaimer that I never went to a doctor so I, I never have like an official diagnosis so it's my own thought process that makes me think that I did suffer from depression pretty badly. I have always been a really gloomy child. Like ever ever since I was little, I never liked to play with other children. I, I always liked books and I liked to be on my own. But I also, I remember I was, I was always sad. <laughs> like nothing was really wrong, but it was just like the way I am. And I am still, when I went to Tartu to high school, uh, it was much harder for me than I'd like to admit because I was away from home and it, I had to make decisions on my own and I had to, like the worst thing for me was when I came from home from school, which was like around four, I think, I had to bring the firewood and make fire and I was basically for two years, I was always freezing in the winter because I just didn't have the energy <laughs> to make fire. I don't think it was like really a depression, but I it was like getting there, maybe like a mild version, but things really got bad for me when I went to university the first three years, I think. And it was just everything happening, me living alone and all the other issues I had. The backstory is that my father is an amazingly critical person and I had no self-confidence and I had really, really low self-esteem. I I didn't think anything of myself. I was like, I was really hard on myself. And I think that with the living alone and just my personality together were what caused all of it. Finally, when I was, well, I was studying theology and, but I wanted, I, it was like a dream of mine to become a psychologist and I didn't get in, which was also, I think, one of the things that influenced me. It was the fourth year of bachelor's degree when I really did take a lot of uh, subjects from psychology and the basics of uh, psychotherapy were the one in which I was like, okay, all of the things that they describe are the things that actually imply to me I probably have depression. And it was also the place where I started to like get out of it because I learned a lot of ways to deal with it. I could analyze myself, so I like discovered the things that I do. Like So I was like, okay, now at this moment I am thinking like about this and this and I'm just going to stop because it's not good for me.
what made it so bad is that I dealt with it on my own. I think maybe some people knew or suspected. I never talked about it to anyone. And maybe like a couple of times when I was drunk, <laughs> I might have said something, but it was like, I was never like, okay, I have depression and I need someone to help me. And I was actually trying really hard not to talk about it and not to show it. I think, I don't know if I succeeded, but I tried to be like happy and that, and I always, I think I was the person who other people came to with their problems. So I was like, oh my God, everybody has so many problems. So I don't want to go with my problems and make their lives even worse because they already have so many problems. So the thing about self-worth, I didn't feel like I was worth anything. So I didn't, like, it wasn't justified for me to go and make other people's lives any harder than they already were. So that's why I didn't really have any help. And I'm sure that people would have helped me if I would have asked, but I just didn't. I think it. In some ways, it made the relationships better, especially with my friends, because I I always tried to act differently or like happier and more compassionate and so on than I actually felt. If I never experienced it, I think I might have behaved differently. I might have had other goals or stuff to do, so I wouldn't actually had so much time for my friends. Because at the time, school was not important to me. I was just like, okay, I don't really care about school because I don't really like what I'm learning. And I also don't have any other goals in my life. So I'm always there for my friends because it was like the most important thing. So I like, I always had time. And in that way, it made my friendships, I think, a bit better. On the other hand, maybe if I would have, would not have been as depressed, I would have been a better company because I wouldn't have been so gloomy all the time and maybe I would have wanted to do more fun things and so on. But I think I had quite an active social life. I went out a lot. I drank a lot. I was like mainly in bars and in other places and I did drink a lot and I engaged. It gave me a social life because something always happened. But on the other hand, it was always a little or a lot (laughs) self-destructive. So it had many sides to my social life, but it did definitely increase it because I am a quite introverted person and I do like sitting at home and not talking to other people. It was hard and it took a lot of time actually because it got really bad. It got to a point where I was like actually in bed for days and crying and not eating anything and not... I once read that the worst part of a person in depression is when they wake up in the morning (laughs) because it's like it's hard to fall asleep. I was lying in bed for hours and not being able to fall asleep and so when I finally did it was like a relief and then when you wake up it like it all like suddenly crashes on you. I think the worst part is hopelessness there's nothing it's just like a black hole and when you wake up it's it's someone punching you in the face it got really bad so like making the effort to first of all go to my classes it took like a couple of years but what helped a lot was that when I when I did understand that okay I think I do have depression I started really actively 
monitoring myself. So I was like, okay, this is the thing. This is what I have to deal with. So I am going to deal with it. But I also, I actually now do the things I like because it was like a lot of it was psychology and a lot of the theology subjects that I was studying at the time were interesting to me. So I was like, okay, I do want to have a future. I do want to learn those things. I started doing the things I liked and I started monitoring myself and techniques. Main things were like stopping myself from thinking about all of the things that I regret or all of the things that I don't like about myself. I started doing a couple of things. One of them was if I had like some kind of thoughts that maybe, oh my God, what I did this thing last night, it was horrible and so on. I was just like, okay, but I did it. I can't do anything about it anymore. So I'm just going to stop thinking about it. Stopping thinking about something isn't that easy. If I had like this nagging feeling, I couldn't stop thinking about something or maybe even feeling something. I was like, okay, I have 10 minutes. (laughs) So like for 10 minutes, I was uh, thinking about, for example, how stupid I am. I had those 10 minutes and then I went on doing whatever I was doing. It gave me time to do what I needed, but it also gave me some limits. So I didn't spend my whole day like brewing in my own sadness. I actually, I think I opened up a lot at this time. So I actually started talking about things, but it was just like, I'm not feeling so good. I don't actually want to go out and drink tonight. I want to stay home. I had some limits and I acknowledged those limits. And I also told other people about those limits. I did things that I liked. Before that, it was like, if anyone ever invited me to anything, I always went. I could have talked about it to someone at the very beginning. I think even if I would have admitted that it was too hard for me when I was in high school, it probably wouldn't have gotten to that point. A lot of my relatives have depression and I have always thought that everything mental health related is really important and it wasn't never for me like like I'm weak because I have depression or something like that. It was more of, uh, I felt like I, maybe I didn't deserve to have depression. It was, I felt because I had nothing really bad in my life going on. I didn't really have a reason to be depressed. So I didn't deserve to be depressed. One thing I would do differently is uh, admitting to myself that I have depression and maybe going to a doctor about it and getting help. So like talking to people and not being so hard on myself. Because my life has changed drastically from that point and I have changed a lot. I don't really deal with it anymore. I do, like obviously everybody <laughs> gets sad and so on. And because I, I know that my personality is what it is and I am content with it. I don't have any problems with it. I do sometimes still get like gloomy and I maybe am on like a verge of something like that is not a normal sadness. But because I also know the ways to deal with it and I do now know <laughs> that I probably I probably would go to doctor. So I don't really maybe my only concern is that 
if I do ever have children, it's a personality thing again. So it's not so much about the depression, but it's like all of the traits that I have that led me to that point, they maybe affect my children too much. It's not like a real concern. It's just like something I've thought about. There's this uh, idea what depression is. And obviously there are some criteria (laughs) because not everybody who is sad is depressed. That's the other thing because it's like a really overused word. It's like, oh my, oh, I'm sad, I'm depressed. But also I think it's, from my own example, it's really important to see all of the aspects of it. The most common understanding of depression is that you you don't sleep, you don't eat, you don't want to interact with anybody, you want to be alone. You, If it's a really major depression, you don't really do any household chores, you, are, you don't have any energy. And if it gets really bad, you maybe try and attempt suicide. It's much more complex than that. Again, like the suicide thing. I never once, like seriously, wanted to kill myself. It's actually quite common in depression. Is like, um, like there's one thing is passive suicide, which is like engaging in all kinds of destructive behaviors, like drinking and I don't know, having sex with random people and so on things that potentially harm you or maybe kill you. But also there's this other thing, which is like you walk down the street and you're like, well, if this car hit me, I wouldn't mind it. The reasons for depression, again, it's the way your brain works. It's not, it, it may be something really serious that causes depression, but it also may be maybe too many little things. You don't need a reason to be depressed I think it's important because, again, I think there are quite a lot of people who just don't do anything because it's like, well, I have no reason to to be depressed, so I'm not depressed. It's a really polarized term. So on the one hand, it's like really overused. And it actually annoys me because it hurts people who actually do have depression. On the other hand, it's not taken seriously, which they kind of go hand to hand. But it's, I think I'm kind of lucky in the respect that everybody I know or most people I know, they do see depression as a serious thing. And many of them do have experiences with them themselves. Like a lot of people do see depression as something that is just making excuses. It's like, just get yourself together and just do the things you need to do. And it is being talked more about, but still it's like in this stereotypical way. And I remember, because what happened for me was like the eating thing. I read from everywhere that you stop eating. What happened for me was long periods I didn't eat anything because I just did not have the strength or willpower or whatever to actually get anything to eat. But then like the next moment I I ate like a lot. But I I never lost any weight. I actually gained like a lot of weight. The stereotypical attitude really hurts. We need to talk more about the actual medical guidelines and the actual concept of depression and what it is but in like a diverse way so that it's it doesn't seclude anyone
Thank you.